Setting up a limited company is often the default for people starting a business. In this episode, I'm going to speak about the advantages of a limited company and of a sole trader and how you can decide which is better for you. So let's dive in. Choosing between running your business as a limited company or a sole trader is not just about the tax position. Of course, that needs to be taken into account, but there are also commercial aspects as well as those linked to your business's goals and objectives. Firstly, I'm going to start with the benefits of a limited company. Limited companies nowadays are very simple and easy to set up and in some instances can be done within three hours. The cost ranges anywhere from £20 to around about £100 depending on the method you use to set up the limited company. You can do it yourself via company's house. Alternatively, you can use one of the many agents that is available to do that for you. They make it very quick and easy and that is often why many people decide to go down the limited company route. A big reason why many people choose to operate through a limited company is tax efficiencies and of course while in the most part it is tax efficient to operate through a limited company it only is if tax planning is done properly and it is typically more efficient if your business's profit note I said profit there and not revenue is in excess of around £20,000. Now if your profit is less than that it actually might not be the best option for you and I will speak about that later on but that is the first advantage of operating via a limited company is the potential tax efficiencies that it offers. Advantage two is limited liability. Now this exists because you as an individual are a separate legal entity to the limited company that you set up, which means that the limited company is the one entering into transactions and into contracts, and therefore you are separate to that as a legal individual. What that typically means is that, for example, your personal possessions, your home, your car, all those types of things are typically protected. However, there are a few quirks here because often if you are seeking lending, the bank will usually ask for a personal guarantee from the director of the limited company, which of course then pushes through that limited liability aspect. And also if the business is found to be fraudulent, then under law, the directors of the business can become liable for business debts or fraudulent activity. Advantage number three is multiple shareholders and directors. If you want friends or family involved in your business as directors or whether you want to be able to pay them via dividend payouts, then this is an option that is available when you operate a limited company. You can be flexible in how you make payments to people and they can come in and participate in your business. Advantage four is credibility. Even with the ease of setting up a limited company, many people still believe it's safer to be dealing with a limited company than it is to be dealing with a sole trader. People also feel like the business must be bigger, which of course is not true, but that is the perception. There are also some instances where some suppliers 
may not deal with sole traders and may only deal with limited companies, in which case going down a limited company route is going to be the best option for you if you're in that industry. Advantage number five is the legal name. You can protect the legal name somewhat by registering it with Companies House as the name of your business. However, it's really important to note here that that is not the same as copywriting or trademarking. And in fact, somebody could copyright or trademark your business name and come at you for using it. So you do need to note that it's not the same thing and it doesn't completely protect you in the event of a trademark infringement case. Advantage six comes if you want to sell your business at any point in the future. Limited companies can be sold in their entirety, whereas that is not the case with a sole trade. The reason that a limited company can be sold in its entirety is it's a separate legal entity to you as an individual, whereas a sole trade is not. So if your exit plan at some point might potentially be to sell, then a limited company is going to be the best option for you. Advantage seven is pensions. With a limited company, you can invest pre-tax trading income into your pension. This is a big tax advantage that is not available when operating as a sole trade. With a sole trade, it is post-tax earnings that are put into a pension pot. So your pension is advantage number seven. And advantage number eight is eligibility for statutory maternity pay. Statutory maternity pay can be paid to you as an employee of your limited company. However, sole traders are not eligible for statutory maternity pay. Now, they may be entitled to something called maternity allowance, but there is a may in there and it's not guaranteed. Therefore, if you want to be eligible for statutory maternity pay, then limited company is going to be a better option for you. So those are our eight advantages of running a limited company. Now, if you're getting value from this video, do make sure that you hit the like button. Now let's look at the advantages of being a sole trader. It is completely free to start a sole trader business. You are required to register with HMRC and I will put the link on how to do that below this video. But like I say, it's completely free to start a sole trade. Now, if you are running a sole trade, you are deemed to be what is called self-employed. Unlike if you are running a limited company, you are a director of that company, you are typically a shareholder, and you are often an employee of that business. So a sole trader, self-employed, limited company, you're a director, usually a shareholder, and typically an employee. So the first advantage of setting up as a sole trader is flexibility. As I mentioned, it's completely free to set up and you can just start trading straight away. You don't need to register anything or anything like that. You actually have three months from starting to set up your sole trade or starting trading in your sole trade to register with HMRC. So you could literally start now as a sole trader. The second advantage is privacy. 
when you have a limited company, you register that with Companies House. And things like your name and your address are matter of public record, as well as abbreviated accounts for your business. However, with the sole trader, there is nothing on public record about you. Therefore, there is a greater degree of privacy for you as a sole trader. Advantage three of being a sole trader is that it is typically cheaper to run. There are lower compliance costs and it is simpler. So typically there are just less costs overall when it comes to running a sole trade. Advantage number five is tax neutrality. If your profits are in the region of £20,000 or less in a year, then you pay roughly the same amount of tax as you would as a limited company when you take into account the various national insurance payments required as well. So tax neutrality is advantage number five. Now it's important to note, however, though, that if your profits do exceed £20,000, then typically from a tax perspective, you will be better off as a limited company. Advantage number six is no annual fees. With a limited company, there is a payment each year to Companies House to keep your company on the records, on the books. However, as a sole trader, there is no annual fee requirement. Advantage number seven comes if you are in the early years of your business and perhaps you are loss making. It also happens when you have had a job previously. So these two things need to be in place in order for Advantage 7 to work. But what happens is, is if you are loss making in your sole trade, you can what is called carry back that loss into periods where you have previously paid tax. So that means you would get a tax rebate from the taxes that you paid whilst you were employed. That can be really handy for cash flow, either for personal reasons or indeed for your business in the early years. So that is advantage number seven is the carrying back of early losses against previous tax paid. And advantage number eight of being a sole trader is there are no restrictions on company name. With a limited company, Companies House has certain words and phrases that you are not allowed to use in your company name. You're also not allowed to call your limited company the same thing as somebody else has called it. Companies House won't let you register that name. However, with a sole trader, you can pretty much choose any name you wish. However, you still need to be aware of any copyright or trademark infringements that you might make with choosing your name. And you have to be careful for something which is called passing off. So for for example, if you try and call your sole trade Marks and Spencers, Marks and Spencers are going to come after you under passing off legislation. You can see that both limited companies and sole traders have significant advantages and there's absolutely nothing to stop you as starting off as a sole trader, seeing how you go and transitioning to a limited company at a later date. I would, however, recommend if you're going to do this to make sure that you do seek the advice of a qualified accountant to support you so that you don't end up in a big tax muddle if you're going to do that. You can do it wrongly and end up having to pay a lot more tax. So make sure that you seek professional advice if you are going to go down that route.
You might also decide that you want to start as a sole trader and register a limited company straight away in order to protect that name so that no one else can use it. Again, you can absolutely do that and you, will you should make your limited company what is called dormant. But even when a limited company is not being used when it is dormant, there is still a requirement for submissions to Companies House. So you do need to still make sure that you are complying with those filing requirements that are put on you even when you have a dormant company. If you're testing a concept or perhaps dipping your toes in the water, then Soul Trader can be a really good starting point for you. But do make sure you consider all the advantages of both a Soul Trader and a limited company in ensuring you're making the best choice for you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you got lots of value from this episode. Now, if you're struggling with any accounting things for your business, I'd love to help. Make sure you reach out to me at podcast at annetteandco.co.uk. That's podcast at annetteandco.co.uk and let me know how I can help. Of course, remember to subscribe to this podcast as well. Thanks again.